Hello everyone, welcome to our Inspiring Thoughts podcast today. Uh, so we're really lucky to have Cinder Gill with us. Uh, and Cinder is the Behavioural, Cultural and Change Manager at Derbyshire uh, Constabulary. So Cinder, great to have you on board and welcome on board to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Stephen. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, really, really good. And it's it's great that um we're both going to be talking about a subject today we're really passionate about, which is coaching and the benefits of coaching, uh, which is great. So before we get going, so um, Cinder's had seven questions from me already today so that she's got preparation time, etc. So that we really make use of this time. Um, however, before we get going, so that people get to know Cinder, etc. Would you mind just telling us about your brief career history? Uh, what Cinder got up to? That'd be great. Yeah, I have worked um, in a private industry when I first left school as um, an apprentice, and that was interesting for a few years. Then I got married and we moved area. And then I actually ran a business with my um, ex-family. And then I joined Derbyshire Constabulary. So I've been there 28 years, but different roles. I've done vast um, amount of police staff roles in the organisation. And it's a great organisation to work for. They've really looked after me and I've really enjoyed my career. And currently, as you say, I'm um, the business in business change as a behavioural cultural change manager. So I'm enjoying this role very much. Yeah. And 28 years. Wow. Yeah. That, that's a career, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, and I bet you've seen a lots of change and different things happen and adaptability yes. over that period of time, haven't you? Mm. Yeah. But all good. I mean, there yeah. is, it's it's a great force and, and a great one that, that, to work for. Yeah. And I know when we spoke off air before about your passion for kind of your job and your coaching and that. So I thought it was just great to get you on a podcast to really mm. get our audience to listen uh, to kind of the benefits of coaching. So should we dive into the questions yeah. that I kind of sent out uh, yeah. and we'll go from there. So uh, and just to share with everyone, uh, Cinder and I probably can talk till the cows come home about coaching. So we'll condense it down to see where we think are the most appropriate today. But um a lot of people say to me about, and I think a lot of people get confused, Cinder, between coaching, mentoring, therapy, counselling. Would you mind just sharing in your own words, what is the difference between those kind of four key big players in the self-development world? What would you say the differences are? Yes, um, you're right. People do get confused. And coaching isn't um, counselling. It's not mentoring. Counselling has its part counselling um there's a lot of counsellors out there and mentors out there that play their part we're all in this together yeah. we're all in it for to to help people's lives and, and help self-development and counselling is more about having that chance to be listened to and our thoughts and our emotions heard so we feel calmer and mentoring is about learning a particular skill but coaching is is a type of therapy as i like to call it a type of therapy in the sense that it's got more of a uh, a challenging approach to the way we actually think and helps us challenge how our minds are, are conducting our lives um i have two grown-up boys they um are, are very um successful and they're working really hard but it was my son actually who introduced me to coaching and he this is over 10 years ago and his firm um, assigned him a coach to work with and I could see such a changing him and 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 he said to me mum you should try this I know that you want to take a different um 
path in life give this a go and I guess oh it's not for me it's all for the young people out there to get coaching but my interest grew and I did actually go and see the same coach that he saw and I request that everyone do research about it there's a lot of coaching that goes a lot of coaches that advertise differently out there and there's live coaches there's coaching you know I suggest that everyone does the research because there's a lot of different methods and different ways that which we're going to talk about today and so people understand what particular method I use and how I adapted to this and it's probably due to my career because when I went looking into this I like something that's evidence-based coming from a policing background and I like something that's a bit I've worked in a fast-paced organization I want fast-paced results so something that that gives me evidence and gives me a solution was something that I was after so coaching does fall into that for me it's challenging but it's rewarding and I can talk a little bit more about um the structure behind it if you like Stephen or did you have another question no so I think um I just echo the same um position as you there so I I fell into coaching um because I was coaching myself so I had um through work a challenge at work and someone said to me why don't you you know have a coach and see how it's and I was probably about I think about 14 15 16 years ago and I was like whoa what's this coaching thing about and wow I was blown away but it was a gentleman called Eric who I'm still in contact with on LinkedIn Mm. but he really helped me just clarify my thoughts give me Mm. time to talk and Mm. uh, breathe and that makes sense but then for me to come up with the solutions and ideas to go forward rather than him mentoring or telling me um so i just echo your bit there about your son saying giving it a go and trying it mm-hmm. we we all need mm-hmm. to have a go or see how it goes with it isn't it i think it's one of those ones so, and once we've been there we kind of fall in love with it don't we and that's right and i still keep in contact with my coach david who, who i was been touched 10 years ago he changed um i i as say this you need to you need to have a rapport with the coach yeah you need to make sure you've got that rapport so I think it's important that you find and you're very um make sure that you're having that. I do am having that connection with your coach because I'm doing I work with men I'm doing some men only sessions and they tend to relate to me because I'm a woman so sometimes we relate to the opposite sex so it's important to find out who you get that rapport with and who you feel comfortable with but a lot of coaching when I when I decided that this is working for me I wanted to study it I wanted to know more so I went into studying it so I so I got my qualifications in uh, master coaching timeline therapy um, and all kinds of and I've also got a counselling level three qualification so with all that kind of knowledge I, I put it into my own package and and deliver it my way so I have a different approach to perhaps many coaches as well yeah and um the point again there's a ray of coaching that's available isn't it mm. it's not just one size fits all yeah. um and the areas that you specialize in versus I specialize in are different it yeah. is for people to go and find out that coach they want to work with um and I really love that bit about rapport because people once you build that rapport that trust then the yes. honesty comes forward and the yeah. real growth um, and I, I say to people that I work with sometimes we may not get along and I may not be the right person for you mm, to coach or work right. with but you know mm. test and find out it's a bit like a product isn't it of go and find the product yeah. you like that's the same with coaching it's just a, it's an array uh, of kind of information and help for people but spend that time really finding that good coach and actually the area you'd like to work on I think that, that's imperative isn't it? it's really really key definitely 
Yeah. And that was my first conversation. I'll never forget the first conversation I had with my coach. It was challenging. He said, well, what do you want from me? What are you doing here? Yeah. And, and I'm paying this guy to actually talk to me like that. And, I'm, and I go away thinking, what was all that about? Driving home. But he's so deceived. He's so deceived because coaching is challenging. It's yeah. challenging you and your kind of reactions to things and your thought patterns and behaviours. Because from the age of um, seven, we start storing our experiences yeah. and we in our unconscious brain and we haven't got the cognitive reasoning to understand what it's all about. And suddenly uh, when we adulthood after about 25, we've stored all this unconscious brain and we're acting on it and we don't even know we're acting on it. Yeah. So we say, oh, why is this always happening to me? What What's this about? And that was what I really, really was a light bulb moment for me when I went into coaching thinking, it's actually me doing this. It's actually me. And um, and that was a very much a change. And that's why coaching can be powerful. Yeah. And the bit the bit you touched on uh, again, this there is about paying for it. So <laughs> you're you, what I you know, the, the hurdle I got over many years ago of I'm probably the most important, important person I need to spend money on to develop myself to get better. Yes and help my career or help my family or those kind of things mm. where so many people think well i'll have a coach but i don't want to pay for them whereas they're actually they're quite happy to go and spend you know 100 pound on a meal or 200 pound on a, a day out whereas actually really spending money on themselves to develop but once people get past that and they see the benefit then people go do you know what i actually want to spend money on me for a change yes. rather than something that's not going to help them as a one-off materialistic thing would you find that as well? Oh, definitely, Stephen. And that's what, and that is the exact phrase my son used to me. How much money can you put on your yourself? How much money yeah. is there that you can spend on your self development? You know, how can you not do this? How can you not become more resilient, more resourceful, make better decisions, and become a better you? What money can you put on that? What price is that? Yeah. What is it? And generally, I think you, people need to think of its cost of living crisis out there. People need to think about their finances and, and, and what they what they can afford. But there all there is, you know, there is people to go to, you know, go to the coaching world. We will always if somebody comes to me, I will always help them and put them onto other coaches yes. that I know that would help them. So just try, just make that call. It was one of the best calls I made. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what would you say is wh why would people go to a coach? So from your experience, it's probably the $64 million question, but why would people go to a coach? Do you know how I answer that, Stephen? It's absolutely simple for me. I'd say to them, why not? That's my answer. Why not? Why would you not want to? Why would you not want to be your best project that you ever touched? Because if you're not a full, grounded person with managing your maze of thoughts in your brain and, and and going into that rational range and not in the unconscious you're going to be better for other people so your best project is you first put you first what do they say on the plane when the, when the gas masks come down put your mask on first before you put someone else's it's you that's got to fill your cup and that's why I say why would you not I'd, I'd love this this is why I thank you for the podcast because I want to spread this word I want people to understand I wish they could do it in universities just as children leave for the world 
get them coaching, get them to do some self-education to manage their thoughts. I know we're getting better and better as a country, but we're very, very far behind. I mean, you, you've got countries where therapy is just normal. It's yeah. just normal to have a therapist that you go and see now and again, or a coach, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's just that time for you, for you to build. Uh, there, There is, we've got 50,000, 70,000 thoughts running in our brain every day. How are we going to, you know, that unconscious is constantly going. Go to a coach to manage it. Go to a coach to understand it. So you can start working in your rational brain. And the things that you, you know, do you build your brand, build you. I think we're all a brand. We're all in, in this world to sell. If I stand here anywhere I go, if I walk in, you have your interviews, you walk into a meeting, you you walk in your family, everywhere we go into a shopping environment. We're selling ourselves. We're a brand. Build your brand. Build you. Build that brand where you can go anywhere. You can sit with yourself. You can sit with your family. You can sit at work and meet and you're you. You're always your authentic you. That is what coaching is about. What's coach going to help you for? So the great, it is a great question, isn't it? And if you do that, you will go more into your positive mindset from your negative because we're all trained to be negative. And why not? Why not go and get help to find solutions for your life? You've only got one life. There's only, you came into this world the same and you'll go the same. We're all the same. Human psychology isn't going to change. We're all born in the same way. We'll all leave in the same way. We've got that same brain, all of us. And it was not going to change. No COVID, no government, no wars are going to change human psychology. Whatever happens, our biggest muscle that we don't train. We can build our bodies, build our health, but we don't train our muscles. Biggest muscle of our brain that's going to lead us. So, My answer is why not? Yeah, and and I think the bit if everyone would be able to pick up your passion, then coming through of why not? I I, <laughs> I get that over the screen, Cinder. Yeah. Um, and I think I love it. a couple of key words I picked out there. That you know the biggest project. We are a project yeah. to be worked yes. on and developed, um, and that mind, that muscle to be worked and used. I mean, we only use a small part of our brain through our lives. So you know, try and use it as much as you can. And yes. I really love the bit about you touching about brand. because actually we are all a brand you know whether it's on email social media we interact with people whatever we do we are a brand and people do look at us or judge us by it and that kind of stuff Um, and I definitely think coaching has helped me over the years improve my brand those kind of things improve my values my integrity those kind of really good centric things that kind of push your brand out to other people that makes sense so I, I just got a couple of things I picked up there uh, and it goes back to I just recommend why not let's, ju- let's just caveat that phrase Cinder so why not if we let's do that do point it. of view as well so yeah, um, what would you say are the three key benefits of coaching that you've experienced or seen or felt yourself what would you say the three key benefits are picking up from what we're just talking about the brand how wonderful will it be if you can just sit with yourself on your own with your family and at work, wherever you go, to be you. How can you not? And that the three kind of ones that really stick out for me is then you become authentic. Yes. You're authentic, you're honest, you're real. How are those three things in your life make you excel? In whatever you want to do. People say to me, well, 
I haven't got great ambitions of being a millionaire. I haven't got great ambitions of being a, a film star or a singer. Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about just the life that you've got now yeah. with the people that you've got around you and your work. And how would you not want to live that way anyway yeah. in whatever you're doing? We're not asking you to go off. A coach is not going to make you if you go and see a coach. Oh, I only see and go and coach because I want to make a million or I want to go and do this business. No, no. It's just about your life that you've got now. Whether you want to go off and do something else, that's what you discuss with your coach. You say, well, actually, coach, I, I want to make a million. How am I going to do this? Well, that's your conversation to have. Go to go to your coach with a real goals and aspire and aspirations but the meaning of coaching until you can do those goals and aspirations you've got to get authentic you've got to be honest with yourself yeah. and you've got to be real yeah and it, and it's really good to pick it up on those phrases there about being authentic that actually going into that coaching wanting to learn or needing to learn to develop yourself to become a better person and, and i love that honesty because coaching allows you to put that mirror up mm against your yeah, face yeah. to have a good look uh, you yeah. may w not want to look at that mirror and yeah. move around because I've done that as well going how can I get around this mirror because it keeps looking at me yeah. um, and then I think about being the real self because if so many organizations could get people coming to it being them real selves just yeah. think about that from an inclusivity point of view a well-being point of view a productivity point of view the yeah. power of that is is huge isn't it yeah Definitely. And this is what um, um, picking up on that is. That's why I got it from my son. That organisation understood that they they were a, a very big organisation that understood if they put money into the people, if they put some money behind these people and get them coaches, get them being their authentic, honest, real self. Well, they're going to have a great empl employees, aren't they? Yeah. Happy employees that are going to not only be happy at home, they're going to come to work being happy. So their investment pays off because they get the productivity. They get them happier. They get less sickness records. They get less people going off with stress because they're going to see their coach. Yeah. So and it's and coaching also gives people a chance to be creative because we're creative beings. We are born to be creative. Creativity is took out of us through society. Yeah through our governments, through what we have to do, the have to do. Do you know, suddenly you hit the adulthood and suddenly creativity is pulled out of you. But coaching gets you to become honest with yourself. Like you said, looking in that mirror and looking at that child that's still there. Yeah. That still wants to play, still wants to be creative, still wants to be fun. But I can't do that. I can't do that because this is happening and that's happening. Well, you can. You can be creative. And I think going back to that childlike, I remember being at a conference many years ago that they said they gave um, children a paperclip and they asked them yeah. how many things to come up yeah. with they could use with that paperclip. <laughs> and it was something like, um, I'm, I'm exaggerating, it could be like 100 or 150 ideas. They'd come up with the paperclip. They gave the same paperclip to a group of adults and they come up with five ideas because they said you can't do that you can't do this so yes, the creativity was yes. lost whereas a coach enables lost. you to go back to that present yeah. and be in the present and allow those creative ideas to flow through mm. um, to see the world in a different way and actually things you can do rather than things you can't do so i find i find yeah. that power really really powerful and that stuck with me kind of for a very long time about um uh, with children really getting that creative mindset so i really echo that as well yeah, definitely. Because we are still that child. We haven't lost that child in us. We are still that child. It's not gone away. We we need to 
go back, help coaching or help therapy, whatever somebody feels comfortable doing. But please, I always say, please, please go and find your creativity, go and find your child again. Yeah, nice. And and that's a lovely phrase there, isn't it? So when we send out a podcast, I'm sure we're going to use that phrase about go and find your (laughs) your children's creativity again. I'm I'm sure we're going to steal that one from you, Cinder. So I definitely think we will. So um, I know when you and I spoke before when we've been off camera, uh, etc. But um, I know you've done a lot of work around NLP. um, So that helps people out. What is NLP? And, you know, could you just talk a bit talk a bit more about it in coaching world? So I, like I said, I've done various kind of courses and stuff, but NLP, I'm a master coach in neuro-linguistic programming. What I studied there was um, understanding people's self-talk, what you're actually saying, what's behind those words yeah. that someone says to you. Because people say, oh, I, uh, this has happened and that's happened. And someone said this and someone did that. And I feel like this and it was all their fault. But I, we, neuro-linguistic programming um, is a training that helps us work with those phrases that people say to us and uncover what's actually going on behind those phrases with that person, that self-taught that they're using and that pendulum. They're on this pendulum swinging from that way, swinging from that way. And as we talked earlier, what what coaching and, and all these this package I deliver will help people stay a bit in the middle and start being honest with themselves and listening to that self-talk and understanding what they are really saying to themselves. Because really, it all starts with the thoughts that they say. Because once you're thinking something, it turns into words. Once we're saying it, we start making it a habit. And suddenly, it's become our daily practice. And suddenly, our life saw this. So I take people backwards. Let's go backwards. You're acting on a thought. Now, let tell me about the thought that you're having. Oh, well, it's so and so and so and so. No, no, no. Your thought and emotion. What is your emotion and your thought about this? And people, I have to get people to really calm down, drop their shoulders, breathe, take their time, because they're generally in that state of anxiety, wanting to rush and tell you everything. And then suddenly they take that time. And they take that breath and they says, well, I think this. And it's quite a revelation for some people thinking, well, actually, it's me that's thinking this. It's not about that other person. It's not about what's happened to me. So that is where powerful neurolinguistics can help people. And I found it very fascinating. Like I said earlier, that I wanted evidence and I wanted some quick way of getting to some solution. And I found that very, very yeah. quick, fast paced of, 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 of trying to iron out what someone's saying. Yeah. And it's it's taking that person back to see it for its trueness, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. And I think I don't know if I've just made up a new word, their trueness, but it, it's <laughs> taking them back to that point of to have a look at themselves and then yes. re-piece it together. Um, and you're right. And I was just sitting there thinking, wow, how many words have I or thoughts I had over the years that I suddenly tell people I'm not very good at technology or I'm not very good at this. And yeah. and actually, yeah. I, do you know what? I can turn a TV or I can do a computer, I can do a podcast. So, so it's, it's those kind of things that you just want to unravel, yeah. isn't it? to go yes. back to what is that initial thought and then rebuild again um, for that kind yeah. of person. It, it's fascinating, isn't it? And is there any other examples you've got for NLP, how you would use that with your clients or with your, with colleagues? Is there any other things? 
I've got a great, ex uh, yeah, I can pick one great example for you. A lady um, came to me and said that she's got no confidence. She tries to apply for jobs, doesn't ever get them, struggles going in a social environment. Um, and it's, it's affected her life. It's yeah. affected her life. And she said, uh, and, uh, my face doesn't fit. Everything, you know, is, is, is the way I am. Yeah. It's just the way um, my life is. And when I was trying to unravel her about why aren't why why aren't you confident you've come to you know tell let's let's it's it's getting down to the root cause of why someone's yeah. saying something so we'll do the whys why 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 you know why why what's what's going on with this yeah. before we can even look at applications and whether you're going to a party and you don't feel good in social life well, why what's going on here why so. As we as we delve down into her why, she she actually came up herself. This is the point of coaching. I've just got to help them come up with their own solutions yeah. and their own maze of thoughts. And she came up, she says, well, when I was young, my parents got divorced. I was only 10 years old and my mother was shouting at my father down the phone and arguing about me when he was going to collect me, whether I was going to see him. And the phone gets slammed down and my mother looks at me and said, this is all your fault. Yeah, this is—it's all to do with you. This trauma, and I—I I, I ran upstairs crying. And she says, "I don't know why I've just told you that." She looked yeah. at me, and I goes, "Well, there you go. You have been holding something in your unconscious yeah. that you didn't even realize you was holding, but has affected your confidence." Yeah. And she had a powerful moment there. This is how quickly you can unravel what people are saying. Yeah. Yes, it does. That's why I do call it as similar to a therapy. Because it does go back to childhood issues. And because someone once said to me, I don't want to sit here talking about my childhood for hours and hours. But I, I say I don't want you to because I will stop you. I will challenge you on what you've just yeah. said. And you will come up with some experience that you have stored yeah. to understand what you're doing. So I say to her, well, you're not 10. Yeah. You're not 10 years old. You're a 45 year old clever woman. Why are you holding on to that? that why are you telling me about that? That memory it doesn't give me no evidence to say that you're not confident now. That was something that happened to you in the past. Yeah. It doesn't mean nothing now. So she goes, oh, my God, you know, I didn't really realise. I, I don't know where that came from. And I told you. So it's a bit of the moment like that yeah. that really helps people understand what they're holding on to. And it's and it's um, fascinating what people and we all do in our lives. So we, you and I are not immune, Cinder, of things that we hold yeah, on to in our exactly. lives. But it's amazing that giving you that space or that breathing thing that that can come out from the deep, the deepest depths yes. of coming out yes. that people can get those light bulb moments of, wow, mm -hmm. actually, that's just where did that come from? And I, I can yeah. see now how I've been this way or perceived, etc. Um, and it's amazing through coaching. When you can unpick those layers that people mm -hmm. then do that real vision uh that real honesty to go ah, actually that that's something i can change and it is in my control to do uh, yeah. rather than a self-defense mechanism isn't it sometimes to go i can't do this because and it's something they hold on to but it's just that and i think it also goes back to that trust that they've got the relationship with you that allowed it to come out mm -hmm. as well wasn't it? it's really really important that trust yeah. element as well isn't it and that's right. And because she un uncovered that, it was a great next step to say, well, yeah. give me evidence that that moment is anything to do with you. Your parents yeah. got divorced. That was an unfortunate situation. 
and is it was it your fault yes and she said no no so why is it that you are holding on to something that that was never your fault give me evidence why you're holding on to something that when what happened to you at 10 to affect your confidence now at 45 yeah it's got nothing it was just a memory that we need to that you have been running on thinking that everything is your fault or you, you it's yeah. affected your self-esteem so yeah she she really moved on that and because i do think what you what you think you do become yes so if you if you're holding it there you become it so unless you understand it you can't change it no. so a coach can help you and neurolinguistics really help you with the language it's great it's great way of um uncovering what people are actually saying to themselves yeah because often I've said to my coach of of years ago I'd say thank you thank you and he said what are you thanking me for you've done it yourself I haven't done anything yeah I've got the tools to make you see it for yourself yeah and and it it goes back again um if we're telling ourselves those things it's a self-fulfilling prophecy isn't it that is more likely to happen because we've told yeah. ourselves it's going to happen and then we go to, and then we beat ourselves up going well I knew that was going to happen well yeah. you've actually made it yourself haven't you so it's a great way yes. of going back and unpicking and I think there when people come out of coaching sessions they should feel a little bit tired they should yes. feel a little bit yes. emotional roller coaster that they've gone yeah. on they should feel challenged they shouldn't come out of a coaching session and go well that was just lovely it is there to challenge and push yeah. them um yes. into kind of not uncomfortable in, a, in an unsafe way but really get them to see themselves to then allows them to move forward uh, would you agree with that as well definitely. cinda definitely because i um it's not for, like i said we said earlier didn't it it's one size doesn't fit all it's yeah. not for everybody i would say try it they might not like it people might not like it and yeah. i've had people come for me one session and not appear again or or they don't they don't like it which is fine yeah coaching isn't we're not saying coaching's for everybody it's not it's another mechanism another therapy another way another type of uh of solution that you might consider for yourself and it is just all it is it's just changing the words that you're using to yourself it's and you like you said it can, I mean I did it myself I, I I've been coached myself so I can't coach I understand it I, I I drove away feeling drained I drove away thinking I don't know what just happened there yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that now um was that worth it you know I've asked those questions to myself I I still coach myself I still sometimes I, I will keep in contact with my coach and he'll go well what what you contacting me for you're a master coach yourself coach yourself because and that's a great phrase I love using as well I'm not in I'm in this to help people coach themselves yeah let me help you with the tools remember the tools and use them yes because once we've uncovered something about that self-confidence in that lady I guess it's the same tool you need to do when you're realizing that you're doing something else that's not perhaps working for you or a future episode yeah. And that gives me um to, to echo that. That gives me a great buzz as well when people self-help and they don't need yeah. to keep coming back to me and paying me money. Cause that's, no, and and no. I won't take it because no. it's about actually I want them to go and live their lives and be free to do things yes. rather than come back because then it becomes a bit of they're holding on to you as another kind of crutch yeah. or leverage. We want oh, them that, to I want yeah. people to stand by themselves and actually enjoy their lives. Um 
and I think that's the other thing to think about with coaching. It it could be a short burst. It could be one session. It could be three Definitely. sessions. It could be six sessions. It could be twelve. It's whatever tailored to that person. But don't be beholden mm-hmm. to it's a big project because some um, short burst of coaching could make the world of difference uh, to that individual. Yeah, definitely. I, I couldn't echo that more than what how you said it. It's totally right. People say to me, oh, you're a coach. How many sessions do I need? Yeah. You might just need one. Yeah. I've had people who come to me for one session and they contact me again in probably a few months time or say something. Still, still remember what you said, still doing what you said. And that's all they needed. Yeah. I also do some sessions with groups and they sometimes come along and they've been to all my groups and they don't even talk. They sit there and they listen. But those people often get back to me with the feedback and say, I just needed a refresher. I just needed to listen to give me another burst of that. So therapy, you know, we're here, aren't we? We're all here as coaches to be needed. We're here when you need us. We're here for you to get that that another reminder, that another thing. You might go through a life, a life changing um, episode that you think I just really need I can't talk to family, yeah. can't talk to colleagues at work. Um, I don't want to just keep going over my feelings. Yeah. I want to really talk to someone who's going to push me forward. Yeah. Counselling, like we said earlier, plays its part for people to get that that emotion out. Yeah. And, and, and and I was the same. I've had counselling when I had um, a bereavement in my life. You see, we're not going to escape these things. Yeah. as human. Like I said, human, human psychology and human life, we're all in it together. We're all going to face bereavement. We're all going to perhaps face relationship problems, divorce, etc. We're all going to face our career problems, redundancy. It's, it's for all of us. It, and, and still, one of the greatest stresses is moving house. I've had people say, yeah. I've this has fallen through, that's fallen. They're not going to change. We've got a cost of living crisis where mortgage rates are going up. People are losing their houses. People are struggling out there. These things will always be there. But what coaches can provide is giving that tool to go to that calmness and try and find that solution through those thoughts. Because people will say, well, there isn't a solution. There can't be a solution, but there is always a solution. And until we can calm the the words that they're saying to themselves and um, that dark place they're in and move them um, through through that dark place, that's when they'll start thinking of a solution because generally people will blame. That's where yeah. we go to blaming. And, and what would you say are the main benefits? Because um, I'm not a practitioner in NLP, mm. so that's not mm. a specialist area that I look at. What would you say are the main benefits of NLP, the work that you do with um, colleagues and clients? What, what would you say is the main benefit that you found as well for yourself? Oh, absolutely. That's a great question, because the benefit is watching people sitting there. And that's why I do this work. It's so humbling to see somebody help them change the words that they're saying to themselves. And in a moment, their eyes and their and their body language turns to just say, if I could, ju- why didn't I see it that way? And yeah. helping them see it in that different way. And that not, like we said, not blaming what yeah. somebody else is doing to them. And the bit and a lot of the things, um, the benefits of, of NLP, we, we move people away from criticizing, judging, comparing. And move them from that negative mindset and to take accountability of what they're actually saying to themselves. Yeah. And accepting that actually it's me 
that's saying this to me you know and I'm the one that needs to be honest with myself and start looking at what the situation because everybody says oh there's there's a problem there's a problem well yes there's the but in that present moment which I need to bring this is a great um way benefits of NLP as well is 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 to bring them back in that present moment because those words are saying are spiraling from the past from the future and I'm bringing them back to the present moment and saying what is your problem right now what is it because you because right now if you just change your words and the way you're seeing it there isn't a problem and it and it goes on to there, which I just picked up the word you said about accountability. Yeah. Because this is key with coaching yeah. about the person being accountable, they're owning their yeah. own actions. Because yeah. we all know, uh, you know, not just in coaching but in life, if we tell someone to do something, they're not as likely to do it unless they've come up with the idea themselves to take forward. There's more, there's more ownership. There's yeah. going to be a better result and all that kind of stuff. And I just like this, that within coaching, we try and give that grounding that the, the, the colleague is in control yes. of their outcome, their destiny, those kind of things. It's not us going along telling them what to do, because if we did that, that's more mentoring. But also the colleague will come back next week and go, well, I had a go at that idea you gave me, Cinder, half-heartedly. Can I have another mm. idea? And then another idea, they never really own it, was this is really centric here that people own and are accountable to then move forward. And then they feel really good by it. that hit of dopamine in their brain to go, yes, I did it and I achieved things. That keeps them yeah. going, doesn't it? If that makes yes. sense. Yeah, totally. And and I've talked about a snowball effect and the snowball effect happened to me. So yeah. I, I can't teach this unless it happened to me. So I'm yeah. evidence that, and my sons, are, we're evidence that it does happen. If you're, and my son said a great phrase to me, if I'm not evidence to you, mum, I don't know who is. Yeah. You know, who else is going to give you evidence? This is, this is what, what can work. Yeah. So um, I have to give people that evidence. They say, oh, you're a master coach. So I bet everything's fine in your life. You know, I bet everything yes. you sell through yeah. things and you do things great. And I goes, no, I'm human. I've got a human brain just like yours. But what I found is once I know me, I know the tools, yeah. and I know how to deal with my thought processes because yeah. um, I know where they come from. People say to me, so you get rid of your limiting beliefs, you get rid of trauma. No, you don't get rid of it. You manage it. Yes. Yeah. You never get rid of you. You don't get rid of. Oh, will you get rid of this belief I've got? Will you get rid of this trauma? Yeah. No. What I'll help you do is manage it yeah. so you can deal with it. And why? And I often say to them, why do you want to get rid of it? I sit with these amazing people in front of me with their amazing stories of what they've been through. And I thought, that's amazing. Yeah. Why do you want to get you need to you need to feed off that and adversity, you know, that that trauma that happened in your eye, your adversity that that made you who you are today. Yeah. And feed off it and use it to your benefit rather than giving you that negativity. Yeah. And it's that turn on words and phrases and viewpoint as well to actually we all go through our lives and we all hit trauma and we all hit negative bits. But how can we take that as a learning to then move forward to make us? And it does. And most of the times that I've gone through um, testing times or that, it's made me a better person coming out than when I first went in, if that makes sense. Yes. And, you know, the great phrase with that is, Stephen, a lot of people say to me, but I don't want to do that bit. I know you're saying to me, I'll be all right, you know, yeah. and you'll realise this. You you'll look back and you'll realise this. And people say, yeah, I don't want to hear that. 
I want to know how I'm going to get through this process. And that is a good question. Yeah. Because we all struggle in the process of it. We might look back and think, ah, oh, that's why that happened the way it did. But how am I going to get through the process? And I have I have a framework. It's very easy because, like I said earlier, I'm I'm somebody who's evidence based and wants things easy. Yeah. I don't want to come people to come to see me with complicated solutions of how to do something. This is easy. Yeah. We're going to do it easy. We're going to we're going to find an easy way for you to go through that process. So it's just two frame, frameworks I use. One's called the charge model. Um, I just show them to say that um, charge stands for your career, your health, your attitude, your relationships, your growth and your empathy. Empathy into yourself. Yeah. So if they if they look at those, I call it the charge and that's what it stands for. And I'll say because each one will knock on each effect. Yes. So I show them that. I say if your relationship is not going right, it's going to knock on your career. It's going yeah. to knock on your health. It's going to knock on you. So we go around in the circle. So we understand that bit. The next one is just starting with the emotions because we yeah. are emotional beings, all of us. So what's your emotion? Why are you reacting that way? Yeah. And we do the fires. We uncover the belief and we need to self-educate ourselves to move forward. Yeah. And I want to make it simple. I don't want to make this complicated. Like I said earlier, some people have been seeing me for one session. Yeah. And I say, take this model with you, take it away with you and keep using yeah. it. And and when you come through something, use it. We talk a lot about meditation, mindfulness. It can confuse people yeah. out there. Oh, I've tried mindfulness. I've tried meditation. I've tried not thinking. No, no, no. I don't say that. What I say is simplify. Let's simplify it. What we've talked about today in our session, I want you to take away my model. And I want you to think about those emotions, think about the root cause, think about what you're uncovering with a cup of coffee because you're just focusing. Yeah. If it's only for five minutes, go do it. You've got five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, it's a bit about go and grab a coffee, take some time, have some quiet space, yeah. really think about it um, to really uncover. And I love that there. I have models and only a couple of models like you that I use. Um, yeah. And it, and it, people go, oh, wow, is that all you use? Yeah, that's that's, yeah. That, that's all we need. Yeah, that's it. To really uncover, but to give you that space. Um, and our skill set is the questions we use and the viewpoints and the turning to get people to look at it in different ways. Um, yeah. And what would you say is the biggest benefits you've seen people you've coached or you've seen coach? What are the biggest benefits you've seen that they've gone through? I did yeah one um things that stick with me are when i do a group session and we get the groups talking i love it i love it i love yeah. people because it's not about me i show them the tool give me something or, or yeah. you know i say to the session who's comfortable to speak it's all in confidence give me something let's work on this and on the spot you can work with somebody and they just sit there and they think do you know what i never thought of it that way and one lady came to me and said i was going to go off sick because I just couldn't get my mind to think that this isn't going to work out. This isn't yeah. going to happen. This isn't going to, I can't see through this. And going off sick, you know, for, you know, yeah. I, we don't want people to go off sick. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want you to go off with stress. Stress can be, stress is a great word that people use constantly all the time. And yeah. we're getting children using it. What is going on? You know, you know, use, use, you know, st we need to stop using that word so lightly. Yeah. And say, say, um, I'm having a moment. Yeah. 
this is just a moment in my life or in my um, day or in my life. I can manage it. Yeah. And I'll help you manage that. So that's what coaches do. And and the benefit you see from people I've even had, I get emails a lot of the time from people saying, um, we haven't had a session for a while. We need we need some we need another session. So I get called upon to just do refreshers and and because guess what? Life takes over. Yeah. Life takes over. We get back to work, we start doing things, yeah. and suddenly we might fear that we're we're rolling a little bit backwards. But one thing that I lo- like when I get repeated sessions is when people come that have been on quite a lot of my coaching sessions, they start coaching the others. Yeah. They start repeating things that that they're taught. And I think, well, my job's done here. Yeah. You know, they remember now. They remember. Yeah. And that's where you want them to be. They what they've learned, they don't forget. And I think um, the other bit, uh, an analogy I use with people is if you watch a film on, let's say, TV, Mm -hmm. Netflix, which you can watch it once and see things. You watch it again next time, you see different things. You watch it again. So I don't know if any, my wife and I must have watched um, Buddy the (laughs) Elf at Christmas Oh, six, seven, eight, nine times. And we keep yeah, seeing different yeah. things. And that's the point of coaching as well, is people take yes. away what they need or want from that session, but then they come back and there's something else that they can find and develop and work on. So it, it gets to see it from a different perspective as well. So they get to see it more often rather than just one size and disappear and get on with it, if that makes sense. So very corny analogy, but anyone that's a Buddy the Elf fan, there we go. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Definitely, definitely. Because like you said, films are is, is a great way of describing it, isn't yeah. it? And sometimes I use imagery where people see something different to someone else. Yeah. And that's that's a key thing because we all see the world from our experiences. Yeah. The world is from each each of our experiences and what we've got. So yeah. the world isn't going to change. Your yeah. human psychology isn't going to change, but you can change your thought processes. Yeah, definitely. And um, just at the $64 million question, what what is um, people often ask me about my self-development or what I'm working on. What, what are you working on for 2023 for your project or your brand? What, what are you working on, Cinder? Oh, there's lots I've got. Steve. There are lots I've got, Steve. Because uh, um, I live by the phrase of Gandhi, it's uh, live as, as if you're going to die tomorrow and learn as if you're going to live forever. That's me. I, I, I want to live my life like that. I don't want to stop learning. How can we stop learning? But the biggest learning curve I'm doing is learning about myself first. Yeah. So I'm my I'm my own. I keep learning. I keep learning. And what happens is when I when I do this work with people, I learn from them. I yeah. sit back and I'm still amazed by everybody's story. So how can I not carry on doing this? How can I not carry on sharing this? Yeah. How can I not want to do it? It's to, you know, people are amazing. And they don't understand how much resilience they've got within them. It's not outside them, it's within them. And that is another great tool that I want to to work with more is is to get people to understand that because they still don't. They still don't. They think that things outside them are affecting their lives. We can't stop that. Like we said, our brain tends to think in three ways. One of things that are happening out of our control, like COVID, nobody had control over that. Or the brain goes to thinking about what someone else is thinking. Yeah. Or the third one is what you think. 
So coaching is about making them think about what they think. Stop thinking yeah. about what someone else is thinking or yeah. what the world's happening out there. Yeah. And let's bring bring this in. So what I want to do is um, carry on doing this work and sharing this work. I want to do some more learning. I've been looking into hypnosis. It's massively recognised now with the NHS as well, um, helping people get in that hypnosis straight purely so they can get into their subconscious. Yeah. That's all it's doing. Yeah helping them get into a hypnotic state to get in their subconscious and release things that they are storing. And that is that is very fascinating to me. I'm fascinated by it, like you said. So so there's things that I'd like to still learn more on and things that I want to do uh, work more with colleagues. I want to start going, perhaps I'm very, policing is my um, world, has been my world. So I want to move a little bit into the corporate industry because we've got a lot of people out there that that are in this world of um, corporate where where they're, they're really struggling. People are struggling. Yeah. And we, we're talking more about it. I mean, you've seen the TV adverts now just saying talk, talk, yeah. and definitely around men. I'm doing a lot of men's sessions this year yeah. because, you know, we don't, we, men generally I can't generalise all men because some men do talk yeah. and they do like to talk. But but we have a society that thinks, you know, to be a man, you shouldn't talk about your feelings. So I want to I want to break that stigma. And because at the at the moment, so suicide rate, in, it's in men is the highest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and just to pick up on a couple of things there, just to show that you never stop learning and like now you've got that constant learning mind um which is wonderful and I, I think people often say to me okay so as you get older do you stop learning no you just increase it you want to get no. you want to thirst for knowledge yeah. and get better um and I think they're also a bit about which you said about their men with suicide and helping from that perspective mm -hmm. you know it's that that's incredibly important that's a, a market to um a, like a marked improvement to help people and really make a difference uh, and especially the organization you work with which would be predominantly male orientated um mm. but it would be great to see you know people open up and share their feelings because it could prevent something happening couldn't it yeah and um just picking up on um i have worked in a more of a male dominated organization but as you said as time's gone on been there a long time it's very much been more equal now we have a lot of women police officers, the equality, you know, it's changing. Yeah. It's changing. And you know what? It's great to see. And the reason it's great to see is we have women police officers, a phenomenal women that do that job. I'm not a police officer, but I've worked very close with them. And I, and I respect them so much because they do such a wonderful job. And I've watched them struggle all through these years. And when they pair up with with a male colleague, like I said earlier, sometimes yeah. that's good. Having having that opposite sex to work with you and help you go to jobs. One, uh, a woman can calm a situation down where the man, men can sometimes men on men can uh, cause that aggression yeah. more. Yeah. So it's a great organisation to see that equality coming in as well. It can only get better. No, it's fantastic. And it, it can only get better. That's the, the, the point. I yeah. think that's a really, really good phrase. So, um, Cinder, I think you and I can talk to ages about coaching and the benefits. <laughs> yeah, and we, we both I mean, we had a, we had a chat once before and we were just talking about it. Yeah. So 
But I just say a, a massive thank you for today for coming on our podcast. I know our listeners are going to really enjoy kind of the benefits of coaching. Please connect uh, with Cinder uh, on LinkedIn. So Cinder Guilds, you know, see the work that Cinder's doing. But can I just say a massive thank you for coming on today, Cinder? You've been a great guest uh, and I wish you all the very best. And I know our paths are crossing 2023, but I just want to say a massive thank yeah. you for coming on board today. I really appreciate it. No, Stephen, the thank you is you, because like I said, I want to share this work and you've given me a platform to share this with people. And and all I say to them is go talk, go get help if you yeah. need it. Thanks, Stephen. And as you, and we'll as you said, Cinder, why not? Why not at the end of the day? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Let's leave it on why not. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks, thank, you as, thank you. Thank you as much, Cinder. Thank you.